Thanks for listening to Middle Aged and Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm Joel. And uh, we are a podcast about all things strange and unusual, death, UFOs, and other creepy, Cults. weird, random shows. There you go. Yeah. Not uh, just naming things in the room. Oh my god. There's a cult of ghosts. I'm Joel. If you didn't remember, yeah. If you forgot our names, it's been two weeks. That's Joel. Uh, we uh, a lot of things are going on. A lot of things. A lot of things are happening in the middle aged mediocre our our world. So this week we don't have like the little fancy intro of like two people yeah. go to a creek and find a dead body. We don't have anything like that. Uh, I want to hear the rest of that story. <laughs> They poke it with sticks. Oh. Turns out they were just taking a nap. Oh. So a we solved nap. that case. No dead body. Uh, a creek nap. So yeah, this week, uh, instead of really preparing a story, Joel was just going to like <laughs> tell us a story. Uh, I did not prepare for but this. But it involves murder. Yeah. So And it's like him up close and personal. A little, little slice of my personal life. Yeah. So From the past. We'll get into that in a little bit. Before that, though... Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff going on, like I said. So Joel's got a new house. Yeah. So he's been moving into that. I got a home. He's got a home. It's got it's got a roof. It's got a roof and walls. How many bathrooms? One bathroom. Okay, so you're still you're living you're you know, you're still living that humble life. Yeah, I'm within my means. <laughs> you're within your means. I mean there there are uh there are two sinks though. So yeah, I can pee into a sink. I'm tall enough. Man, that's getting a little fancy. <laughs> you got two rugs. Yeah, I so, got some new rugs. I don't know who you think really you are. Really ties the rooms together, the, rooms. the two rooms. Yeah, so you've been busy doing that. I've been moving, working every day, then trying to move with the car. Just filled up my car with junk. and. Yeah, so that's why we weren't around last weekend. Yep. Uh, I was going to do like a episode where I just read a couple uh, horror stories from the internet. And then what happened was... I forgot I was going to do that. <laughs> I saw your post and I never saw anything come out. And I didn't want to ask you about it. Except for you've been busy. I could put, yeah, I, yeah. I'm in the process of getting a new job. But yeah, I just completely forgot that I was going to do that until like Sunday. Life's a horror show. So, you know, horror stories. Right. So. so I was just like, well, You're let's delete it. those posts and just pretend like they never happened. <laughs> like they're going to show up in court one day. <laughs> Like the, the middle-aged mediocre listeners are going to sue us and be like, we're waiting for that episode of Josh reading horror stories. Hey, you never know. You never know, man. Schmarsh could get a law degree. There's a lot. He's on his boat. There's a lot of weird things happening <laughs> in the world. You never know. Uh, speaking of weird things that are happening in the world, I was going to bring up a couple uh, couple things. To, I'm sure you've heard about the giant boat. Yeah, in the Suez blocking Canal. Blocking the Suez Canal. It's uh, 10% of the world's imports right now. <laughs> it's apparently, uh, I forget how much money a day it's costing yeah, people. Yeah, it's crazy. And like to go around the Cape of Africa, like the Africa, Cape of Africa, Cape of, yeah. it's like two weeks longer than to just go through that canal. Yeah, so they're saying right now, uh, it's the Suez Canal itself is a conduit. For twelve percent of the entire world's trade, wow! An average of fifty ships pass through Suez, Suez every day. 
starting in the early morning. Austin Power in his boat (laughs) in the middle of the hallway. It's remember that with the little cart. Oh, I remember well. (laughs) That's how. That's what I think of when I see that boat. So it says there's ten billion dollars worth of goods on this boat. Uh, The boat is called. It's from the Evergreen Company, and it's called like Ever. Ever given. Ever given, yeah. I just watched a news story on it. But so yeah, it was uh Yeah, more than three hundred ships carrying products were in gridlock at the time. But yeah, now they started going and they're trying to go around it was gonna yeah. But it's, it's insane, man. Taking so much more fuel, so fuel prices are probably gonna go up. Things yeah. a lot Biden. Things a lot Biden. Yeah. You think Trump would have let that boat get sideways in there? Trump doesn't even understand boats, but he would have stopped it from happening. He would have just came out and said, like, the boat's going to be fine. No one understands boats more than I understand boats. I'm a boater. (laughs) boat's going to be gone by April. Just don't worry about it. The weather's going to come out. The boat's going to go away. Uh, it's huge. (laughs) It is a big boat. Like, I'm looking at these things. I don't even understand how they control them anyway. That's I guess I, there was a sandstorm while it was trying to get there through the was. canal. And yeah, it says a desert the wind. The pilot was getting head or something like that. <laughs> I didn't, Like, you're looking at it. So, I, I like, here's, like, the picture. I'm t- like, I'm telling Joel. Yeah, like, I'm not it, telling you guys. You can see it from space, right? It's, I think I saw something else about that. Maybe so, not. I'm guessing just, like, the wind just kind of, like, made it turn. A, like, so, we're looking at it here. And it looks like it was going, like, north, let's say. Yeah. And then it looks like the wind just sort of, like, knocked it a little east. And, and it just, just like, brr, yeah. like, hit the thing and it was done. Like <laughs> it, it hit some sand and now it's done. It's stuck in there. And they're saying it could be, like, weeks before they get it moving again. I can't believe the can- I can't, they never, this has just never happened before. Yeah. Like, why can't Superman come down and, like, push the tip of the boat, like, forward? I don't think Superman's real. Whoa. So Stop I said all of the recording. <laughs> that just seems like something where Superman could really help. Yeah, I and mean, he's kind of being selfish by not helping. Yeah, it, you know, it would be nice if like God would just reach his arm down yeah. and just be like, and whoop, get off your ass, God. Yeah, I said it. Boop, set it back. <laughs> I called you out. Yeah, come on, God, do something. <laughs> oh, oh no, don't say that. I said it. I already oh, said it. I've said it a lot of times. Yeah, do um, something. <laughs> you challenge God to fights all the time. Do something. Make the. Hit me first, God. I do. Uh, there's a really, there's a really great horror movie series about a character named Coffin Joe. Uh-huh. Uh huh. C O F F I N. Okay. Not, not like. <coughs> yeah. Joe. Not coffeine, but like. Yeah, a, Coffin Joe. Yeah. And there's a scene in the first movie. Uh, I forget the names of the movies now. Um, I don't have the brain power for this, but it's just him at the end. It's like this. It's an amazing scene, but it's him at the end. Just like screaming, like on a balcony. Yeah. It's pissing the rain down, the wind's blowing. He's just like screaming at God, challenging him to a fight to prove he's real or whatever. They stole that from Forrest Gump, Lieutenant Dan. This movie came out a little before. <laughs> okay. Yeah, a little before Forrest, Forrest, Forrest Gump, Gump stole it from them. Yeah. Remember Lieutenant I, I Dan remember did that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, them your magic legs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. So, more about, more that just proves God's not real. Here's yeah. another story. Uh, we're really challenging. We're oh man, so we got heat with God. Here's the headline for this thing. Okay, uh, strange distant space object is sending out ultra low frequency radio signals. Researchers say the object looks like a cosmic jellyfish. So, like they somehow use the radio signals to like 
So they announced like aliens were real last year, right? Yeah. And now it's just sending signals and stuff. So now I'm wondering, like, is everything is bullshit? Like, is it all just bullshit? I think it is all bullshit. So they just figured out they just have a way to look at this thing, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we can now just map out the the radio waves, and that's a jellyfish (laughs) alien thing." Like, what are we doing anymore? What's the what's the what's the 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 sound waves or whatever saying? Like, what's the frequency? Yeah, yeah. What's the frequency? Uh. So researchers have detected ultra-low radio frequencies being emitted from a jellyfish-shaped object. It's depressed? In a distant galaxy I feel like cluster. I'm a depressed jellyfish. That's, yeah. That's good. <laughs> uh, the mysterious object is located 340 million light-years from Earth in the galaxy cluster a- Abel 2877. None of that's real. You made it all up. None of that's real. You made it all up. Prove it. 340 million light-years. Not real. Uh, I believe in God more than I believe in that shit. We looked at the data, and as we turned down the frequency, we saw a ghostly jellyfish-like structure begin to emerge. It's like they're just throwing darts of like a wall full of words. Well, and they're like, "What's this next story going to be, guys?" To further prove that, uh, it says, "Hopefully, we won't have to wait long until the researchers discover more about the cosmic jellyfish, <laughs> since construction on the new square kilometer array." Or ska. Like, they're just like, let's call it ska. Ska. <laughs> like, that's a good music genre. Let's yeah. just go with that. It'll make the nerds happy. <laughs> so, yeah, that's their new... Nerds. And they think that they're going to be able to, like, find it or something. I, they're going to capture I just, cosmic jellyfish? I like, just what's going on anymore? <laughs> There's people homeless. Like, use this money for something. Yeah, can we not, like... Can we not just do something for people? Like, we have to sleep under a bridge. Like, we're talking to Cosmic Jellyfish, okay? We're trying Can to make keep contact. it down underneath that goddamn bridge? <sighs> the Cosmic Jellyfish is begging for a home. <laughs> yeah. Loser. Well, you go millions of light years away. Yeah, I just, you know, at a certain point, we just got to step back and be like, hey, like, anything real? Is any any of this uh, shit none real? None of it sounds real. It's too much technology. I feel so old saying that. <laughs> you dang kids in your dang cosmic jellyfish. Uh, just real quick. Any more news that we should? I can't think of any, but I've been so busy moving. Has that made any new sites? Oh, let me see here. Joel's Joel house. Gant moving. <laughs> uh, no. Damn. Somehow not. Uh, have you seen the new... We'll talk about some random shit. Have you seen the new... You just said my last name. <laughs> Man, it's right there. Have you seen People the People in Australia are going to be looking me up. And there's not a lot to find, I don't think. No. Let's, let's Google you right now. <laughs> oh. um, I have some really bad sets on YouTube that I need to find out how to take down. Like my, my first comedy set. Uh, there is a. Oh yeah, you got some good press on here. Comedian Joel Gant collects food for Parkersburg pantries. Well, look at me. Look at that. Look at that. That was a uh, whole other lifetime ago. You're, yeah, you got your uh, frames etc. LinkedIn thing here. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Did you even know that? No. Okay. Delete that off the internet now. I didn't make it. I can't delete it. <laughs> That's not how the internet works. Uh, I mean, it doesn't show. It just says you're an optician. Huh. It doesn't have a picture of you. It doesn't really have anything else. Good. Any more information. Good. 
There's another Joel Gant who's a fishing charter captain. Yeah, I've seen him. Oh, have you? On YouTube, yeah. What? Because <laughs> I, because if I, I get a YouTube and look like for my comedy or yeah, where I sang oh, to so my, sang to like, my wife at our wedding that was on YouTube for a minute. I don't know if it still is or not. We can find out. You just type in Joel Gant. Uh, Joel sings the Laura. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it's me singing a song from the Juno contract, Juno contract, Juno soundtrack to my. Uh, then wife at our wedding. I don't know if this is it or not. Uh, it, it's, it's really grainy video. Like, that's it. Oh, all right, that's it. So we're, we can't play the audio. But. You'll watch it later, and you'll have one single tear roll down your cheek as you think about all the love lost between us and the potential that was there, and how now it's all just gone, and life is just nothing but just me being a depressed jellyfish. Cosmic jellyfish. Yeah, but there was that one time I sang it to my wife at our wedding. Yeah, you got. Uh, here's your Wiley's Comedy Club. Oh, there's, that's probably a really bad set. From September 28th, 2000. All my sets were bad. 2014. Yeah, I've been in the game Holy for a shit. minute, son. I've been in the game for a minute. Uh, I've done comedy in over a year. There's another one on here. So yeah, you guys can go Google, not Google, <laughs> YouTube, Joel Gant. Come to my house and Google me, you know. Just get hands on. <laughs> yeah, that's one like your you have your own channel. I have my own channel. Yeah, it's got two videos. Your two and performances at Wiley's, and the other one's not linked to me, but I'm on there singing to my yeah. And then that was one too. Right, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. I'm on IMDb too. So since this is all about you, all about me. What are we getting into today? What's this? Uh, I I twenty years ago. So I was on a jury. Well, it was 2002. Okay. So 19 years ago. Okay. We're rounding up, you know, because it just sounds more dramatic. To say 20, 20 years, years you know. ago. Yeah. Two decades ago. Two decades. Do, dos decades. Dos decados. <laughs> that sounds really good. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> waiter, I'll have a dos decado, please. Can I get a dos decados with uh, some chalupa sauce? Yeah. No, I was on a uh, I was on a murder trial. I was a juror on a murder trial, and uh, it was a pretty neat experience. I was I just started my job at Frames Etc., so that's why, like, I can remember what year it was because that was two thousand two. I was still in the back lab, and I got a call at work from the sheriff's department that like I'd been chosen for like jury duty. And I was like, hell yeah, a week off of work. Yeah. You know, and they paid like 40 bucks a day or something like that. I couldn't remember exactly. But I went down, and it was uh, just to get picked. It was quite the experience. There's a lot of people there. And we so didn't... this is, let's set the scene real quick. This, okay. is, this is in Parkersburg. Yep, Parkersburg. This is where we're from. We, we are, if you're listening to us and you're not from around here, you don't really know us. We live in Parkersburg, so this is taking place in Parkersburg, uh-huh. our hometown. 2002, uh, you get the call, You're on. you have jury duty. So, do they tell you anything else about it, or just nope. how you need to show up? Just come down for jury duty. So, you show up, and... And I was you... told, you know, all jury duties, you're going to hear seven or eight different cases. It's, I guess there's different kinds, you know, where you can do, like, you're a juror all day, and, like, you just hear all these, like, little... Oh, okay. You know, rinky-dink, like, drunk driving cases, right. or just stuff like that, you know, that they need to jury for. Like, misdemeanor shit. Yeah, yeah. So, you show up, like, how many people, or else? Probably 40 people, maybe, or so in the courtroom. And they're going to whittle it down to 12, yeah, 12 asked, of you. they asked a bunch of questions just basically about, like, our 
You know, if you have alcoholism in your family, raise your hand. You know, if you, I can't, I don't remember everything yeah. because it was so long ago. But I just remember it circled, it centered a lot around that. Just, it, do you think if you are an alcoholic, should you be held accountable for the things that? You know, just trying to figure out what kind of people you are. Yeah. And I honestly, I thought I would be sent home right away because I was the youngest person there. Probably, but I made it through all the cuts and everything, and then uh, found out I was on the dream team. <laughs> <laughs> I made the jury, and that's when we found out it was going to be a murder trial. And so you don't find out what it is until you've been picked. yeah, yeah. Okay. After that, we we meet like they kind of the. I think we that was just the first day was getting picked, and I think we went back, and that's like when the trial would start. Started. So, uh, yeah, I've never been picked for jury duty. I've always kind of. Like I think I'd have, I'd always would have had the same mindset as you. Like, yeah. all right, I'll take it. You know, I'll take the time off work. Yeah, and get yeah. get some get a few bucks. A lot of people always like I gotta get out of jury duty. You know? Yeah, I've and never like, understood why people won't get out. I of was it. just honest with everything, and I like I said, I figured I wouldn't get picked for it. But right, so you get picked, uh, and when do they like? So then they kind of tell you like, hey, this is what's going on, yeah. or does it? You don't know until the trial starts. Now we after we get picked is when you know I think like. I think both the like we were in a room with both the lawyers and stuff like all the jury okay. and stuff and uh, and just I think they went over the because what the trial was was we weren't figuring out guilt like the guy was already guilty of killing his wife it was do we give him life in prison with no possibility for parole or do we give him leniency and you know give him chance of parole so here's what we are talking about today as soon as i can figure out how to zoom in here okay so uh i'll just read you the little news story we found there really wasn't i looked all over the damn internet and there's hardly anything about this uh which like you said there's like, more of me on the internet than this there's story. more of you than this story <laughs> somebody come kill me like i'm honestly surprised there's not a, a news article about you doing jury duty yeah <laughs> uh, <Local> optician. <laughs> uh so a Parkersburg man this morning was charged with the murder of his ex-wife during an incident police said was a murder, a murder then attempted suicide that occurred earlier this week. Paul Varner Jr., 39 years old at the time of this uh, happening, was to be arraigned today in Wood County Magistrate Court for the murder of Reba Jan Varner, age 40. Uh, Parkersburg Captain Steve Holland, commander of the Parkersburg Police Detective Bureau, said... Oh, that's what he said, that he was being arraigned today. Uh, Varner was charged following his release from Cameron Clark Memorial Hospital, where he was admitted Monday for stab wounds to the stomach area. Varner, at one point, was in serious condition, a hospital spokesman said. Uh, police were dispatched to the residence shortly after midnight Monday, where they found uh, Jan Varner lying on the floor of her living room, dead from the wounds caused by a knife. Varner had stab wounds to his abdomen and was on the telephone speaking to the 911 center when police arrived. Uh, the incident apparently was domestic-related. However, the investigation is continuing. Um, police believe Varner stabbed his wife, then himself. And then it goes on to talk about the services for Jan Varner. She was a decorator at Fenton Art Glass in Williamstown and had worked for Dudley's Florist. So this guy then goes on to be charged and found guilty yep. of murder. And then at some point before, we think, we don't know. The only thing I could find on this was where a uh, the Supreme Court of Appeals of West Virginia, where he was appealing, 
the sentence, the uh, the charges, the conviction. He was convicted of first degree murder, um, and he appealed that by saying that he was denied trial by a fair and impartial jury because one of the jurors had been involved with. She worked at Camden Clark, and she apparently was stealing and selling pres- yeah. uh, prescription. That medicine. must have been the trial before mine, because I don't. I mean, I didn't follow up afterwards, but I don't remember anybody working at Camden Clark or anything. So it seems like he got a second trial, was found guilty once again, uh-huh. and now, after that, it's come to you guys for sentencing. Is yes. what it seems like it's going on here. So you guys got him after a second trial, I think, where he was found guilty again. So now we got to sentence him. Um, he was originally... Uh, Found, he was originally convicted for first-degree murder without a recommendation of mercy. So, I would assume that means, like... No parole. No parole, yeah. yeah. So, and then that got reversed, whatever, he got a new trial, so... And then I was part of the new trial. So yeah. yeah. So, alright, so you're sitting there, and, uh, like, when the trial starts, like... Uh-huh. So, do they, they they just go through, like, everything, basically, right? Yeah, from beginning to end. I mean, their their family were there in the in the... In the the gallows, watching, you know, and just because he tried to say it was just like a a, a, a moment of passion mm. that he killed her, and I mean they had they had like their fa- their friends like as they were a married couple, like they had their friends at the time was like well we were four wheeling and he kept saying you know watch yourself or I'm gonna OJ you, <laughs> and like he would like do like the throat slash motion towards her. And like this, is like their daughter was on one of their daughters. They had two daughters. One of the daughters took the stand, you know, to like talk about times where like the dad got too drunk, and you know, what I mean, he's just and that day actually he was at the bar watching NASCAR. Mm. So was Dale alive then? That was probably about two. That was about the time Dale <laughs> well, died. Two thousand though, it probably happened because you know, the, the trial was two thousand two. So she oh, probably got yeah, killed so. the year before. So I don't know what that doesn't have anything to do with it, but <laughs> you, you think. But that... there are people from the bar that day they brought in that just uh, the the interview that he was at the bar talking about it and just he was not happy with being split up and not you know not having his wife his you know he probably wanted to control her yeah he's obviously an asshole I mean this fucking guy you know making threats to her towards her saying he's gonna OJ her but it it. Uh, it, he didn't take the stand, but a lot of the friends, the daughter, like I said, it showed. Uh, they had they showed a video where it was like showing the inside of the house. Oh and yeah. They didn't warn us about anything, and they're like just showing like the front door and kind of living room. And they just like like uh, pan over, and her body's just laying there. So I mean, you got to like you know you saw so like there, yeah you know I seen a dead body. <laughs> were you yeah were you like. We, I was taking a bunch of notes. They encouraged us to take notes, gave us notebooks. I, I couldn't – I think I, we had to turn our notebooks in. I couldn't sure. find them, yeah. But I took a lot of notes. I took it really seriously. It was uh, – because it kind of hit home to me a little bit because my parents were splitting up. And my dad was – you know, he liked to drink beer. He – you know, they, it was never, like, violent like yeah. that. But, I mean, I just – what keeps one relationship from turning this way and makes, you know, Jan and Paul's go that way. It's just – I yeah, because I, I don't know. And my dad's name like, is Jan. And, like, that's oh, the lady's, yeah. Yeah, lady's name that died. So, I mean, it was just always kind of a weird kind of deal for me. And so Because it sounds like it probably wasn't premeditated, but he definitely had it in him. The knife he used was a giant butcher knife that he had in his car, he claimed, so he could fix his battery. Because that's what you try oh, to well, fix your battery with. Little... 
You think like he, he was, was driving had, around he was with knives? Too. Yeah. I think he was going over there, and I, it was pretty violent too. Like he's like the prosecuting attorney was really good. Named uh, Jenny Conley, I believe was her name. She was just super, but she just talked about. I mean, stabbed her like three or four times. Stabbed her so deep that the blade like nicked her breastbone. And they showed like autopsy pictures of her, like just like on the table with all her wounds and everything. And it was a really, I mean, you know, you get like her sister up there crying, the daughter crying. I mean, it was an emotional. I mean, family being torn apart, you know, and this is like the second time now that they've had to go on through it. Yeah. Because they went through the first one, and now they have to do well, it again. Well, this sounds like kind of the third time. Yeah, the third, yeah, so this if would have been getting, the third time. If he's time. got a second trial. Yeah, because he got guilty, found guilty, got it without mercy, so now they were doing again yeah. to see about, you know, sentencing or whatever. It went a whole week of six hours a day, you know, doing testimony, we'd get a break, I'd go to lunch, and I'd see, like, the def- the def- uh, the defense attorney, like, there at the cafe, like, oh, I can't look at him. <laughs> Is he looking at me? He better not be looking at me! So, like, speaking of, like, looking at people, so, while you're there, are you, like, as a jury person, are you, like, looking at him? Yeah. The dude, and just kind of watching to see... Like, does that play a role? Yeah, oh yeah. Watching, like, how he would respond to I right. mean, yeah, I mean, that's just, I like to watch people anyway. Yeah. You know, like, this is, like, this was, that was my job, I felt like, you know, to watch, to just take it all in, you know, and just watch, like, how he reacts when his daughter's up there talking about, like, you know, how devastated she is that her mom's dead and, like, her fucking dad killed her. Right. You know, and it's just. So when you, uh. So when they, like, I'm sure they tell you, I mean, like, they clearly have told you, like, he's been found guilty, uh-huh. we're here to determine whatever. Yeah. So, like... Well, I mean, yeah, they found him at the house bleeding because he tried to do the old, like you say, tried to kill her and then kill himself, and then he ran out. You know, he didn't quite have the gumption to kill himself. Right. A lot easier to kill the defenseless woman, you know, but... But seeing as how, like, you've already... So, like, you're, you and the other jury members are there to determine, is he going to get life with... Yeah. Without parole, is he going to get life yeah. with Basically, parole? do we think that was premeditated, or... I can't remember why he said he went over there that night. I can't. So, like, what kind of, like... So, as soon as you're told, uh, you know, he's been found guilty, so we're here to determine sentencing or whatever, like, <clears throat> is it hard to not immediately just be like... This dude's a murderer, like, yeah. Put him like, or like, how much like of your emotions are in play? Like, do you have like emotions kicking in? Or are you just sort of like, I'm here to listen to the facts? I have Let's listen to the facts. I didn't feel too emotional. I mean, seeing like that dead body was kind of kind of shook you up a little bit. Yeah, but I think I probably was definitely on the side of they would have had to convince me more that he deserved possibility of parole than. I was probably already a foot on that side of, like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Like he's, especially once the trial started, just hearing just how he would treat her and, like, just what people seen, too. So, you know, it had to be worse behind closed doors. So, how was he, like, how would, how would he act throughout everything? It's pretty stoic. Like I said, he, really? didn't, he didn't take the stand or anything. So, he just pretty much sat there and he would do the old whisper to the defense attorney, you know, and... I man, it blows my mind. Anytime I'm watching, you just kind of like look down. Like I never saw him cry or anything. Yeah. Or... Just anytime I'm watching footage from like a trial, and somebody's on trial for murder, or like they've already been convicted of murder, so now it's like to have the. I don't know. Maybe it's like something like if you. I don't know if it's because you know you're guilty. I don't know if it's like what it is that keeps you from just not just like freaking out the entire time. Yeah. 
Like you're staring down life. Yeah. And you like I would just be like I would be trying so- everything in my fucking power to like stop the proceedings. <laughs> Escape. <laughs> or, like how long can I draw this out? Yeah. Like the longer we're here I mean, re- you're not spending the rest of your life inside a yeah. cell. I mean, like if we can keep prolonging this. There's a shot. Yeah. So like, yeah, it just blows my mind how people can just sit there and just like take everything in. And maybe after doing so much of it, you know, like by that time is what we say is third. This this third time yeah. doing it now, you know. So it takes a week. Yeah, it took a week, and they did all the closing arguments and everything, and then that was Easter weekend. So I think we took like. We we're gonna take that Monday off and go again on Tuesday, and then we got in Tuesday, and there had been talk apparently over the weekend, because like the four person that we chose was like some lady who worked locally for the FBI. Okay, and she she, and I know because she mentioned it she. daily. <laughs> you know, like it would be it it was like oops, I found out you. She was very, I don't know. Introduced I, herself as like hi, I work for the FBI. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, she was like a uppity kind of lady i would put it but she like talked was talking to her husband about it or something and started feeling guilty that she because we were supposed to discuss it right outside like i live with me and mike were in our first place that we shared together just us and he got kicked out of it because my cousin mike he would like get up early in the morning we had the paper delivered to our house and he would like read it and then cut out the articles that had to do with like the murder and stuff Yeah. yeah And, so uh, you weren't like staying at a hotel this whole time. No, like, no, we weren't. Yeah, we weren't, yeah, we weren't sequest- sequestered. <laughs> Easy for you to say. You weren't circumcised. Put me on trial for being a dumbass. Yeah, we guilty. <laughs> I can't argue with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it is clear <laughs> as day. He's a dumb dumb. <laughs> but this lady got guilty about it and was like. She was have, telling her husband. Was yeah, going, so she, she wanted to have a special, like, sit down with the judge to tell the judge. And, like, all this got back to Paul. And they were like, well, now we got to do this again. Because now, you know, the juror's been contaminated because the husband's been telling her about the story, you know. There's a taint in the jury. Yeah. <laughs> oh, She's was, from the FBI, by the way. It was a smelly taint. She doesn't don't remember. <laughs> so Paul got word of this, and he just decided to just, I don't know if he pled it or how he did, but he just... He took life without the possibility of parole. Because that was like the one cool, I guess, stand-up thing he did. He didn't want to put his daughter, yeah. like all the family. Like just the thought of like maybe having to do this again. He you know, decided to do one decent thing in his life, and he just took life in prison. Yeah, so I don't, I mean, I don't know if that's him finally just accepting like, yes, I did this. And yeah. I, you know, or like if it's just because he didn't, if. You know, does he still try to maintain his innocence? But he's like, oh, but I didn't want to put my daughter through it yeah. again. Yeah. Like, I was totally drunk. I wasn't in control. Like, right. Fucking. Yeah. Like, I've been drunk lots of times. I've never been violent. I've never, you know, it's just. Like, as far as you know, you've never killed a dude. No. Or a woman. I mean, like, my self-confidence, sure. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll stand, I'll, I'll trample that down every time I get a buzz on. But So, he basically <laughs> did your guys' job for you. Yeah. Yeah. The... I was, I I, we were all going to, we were. I think we're. Say, do you think much, it yeah. would have been the same? Because we did get to like, because uh, that's what I was really looking forward to was like the that part of the being in the jury room and like just like arguing, yeah. not arguing, but you know, just like discussing what, yeah, the, yeah, discussing the whole case, and we got to do that for like 
half hour that Friday, but then it got to be time to leave. So I was like, all right, well, we're going to don't talk about this to anybody. And they talked, they at the beginning of the trial, they said they were trying, it was close to where we were going to have to be in a hotel oh. because they didn't want to happen what happened the first time. But it is surprising it, that they... But they didn't force it, and Miss FBI had a fucking conscious attack. And it's like, ladies, like, just come on. Like, let's just, why'd you have to ruin it? So, but you're, so you're, I was a little let down. You're I wanted, fairly confident, though, that it would have went yeah, the same think, way? Yeah, because we weren't buying that shit, man. Yeah. You can't, like, talk about how you're going to do that. And, you know, and I just, just felt awful for that lady. I mean, just to be in a relationship where she probably was underneath that guy's thumb for so long. Oh, yeah. She finally gets away, gets her own place, and, like, this guy just can't just fucking let her. He can't, yeah, he can't live knowing that. Like, if, you're, if I can't have you, nobody will. Basically yeah. that. Well, just that she got one on him. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, he doesn't have that control anymore. I mean, I'm going through a divorce, and I don't, <laughs> I wouldn't ever. I mean, like, I've never, it's just, I don't see it. Like, why can't you just, like, it's just, relationships are weird, man. <laughs> I guess that's, like, how bad a relationship can go, though. I do wonder. Uh, I've been in some bad ones, but never quite that. I do wonder, so, like, a guy, like, if you're on, not a guy, uh, you're on a, like, you're on a jury, and for sentencing, and I do wonder if, like, so you're presented with what you were presented with, which was, uh, you know, life with the possibility, for, uh-huh. possibility of parole, or life with no possibility I wonder how much different, like, how much easier it is for people to be like, uh, let's just let's just go with the life with the possibility yeah. of parole. Because really, even with the possibility, I'm sure he would have had it done 20, 25 years. Because you're still looking at quite and a... And he's 40, so yeah, he'd be 65. And who says he wouldn't get more charges yeah. while he was locked up? So I know? do wonder if, like, sometimes it's easier for a jury to be like, yeah. let's just go with this one. Like, that way we don't have to feel like we... Yeah. I was ready to feel that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I, was like, I would. <laughs> fuck Paul Varner. I would love to go be on a jury. Like, I've always... never been called back or sent back or anything since. Uh, our I must have broke like a record, or they were like, "Well, he's he broke a record. <laughs> he was the best juror." I don't ever. think people usually do. I don't think people usually get multiple. <laughs> it's probably like I haven't been back to the courthouse, but I'm sure there's like a plaque down there. I'm sure, like a bust. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, our uh, so the show we used to do called "What's Going On," uh-huh. where we had our buddy. Uh, Freebird, yeah, uh, he was sat on a jury for a murder trial too. Oh, I don't think I knew that uh, in St. Mary's. Oh, so, you you lucky bastards! Yeah, and now he's having a kid just like I did. He's just that that dumb bastard. He's gonna lose his hair next. <laughs> just do something original, Freebird. He's not listening to this. No, do something original. <laughs> oh, you're on a murder trial. Oh, you're having a kid. Oh, you're, you're bald. No, I don't think he is. No, he's no. Got, he's got glorious He's got hair. that good hair. I mean, yeah, I think he does. he does have his hair. Like, he did cut most he of cut it. He cut it. It's not as long. He still has yeah. that. That's the power's still son there. Son of a bitch. Still gives him that swagger when he walks, you know. <sighs> son of a bitch bastard, man. With, with your swagger. <laughs> and then you got us. That's what's going on. <laughs> Struggling. Got to wear hats. Yep. <laughs> I gotta shave my head soon. I'm just like that's how lazy I am. I'm just like I don't even want to. Uh, hats are so easy. Just put a hat on. Yep. <laughs> and I thought about today. I was like, I should shave my head today. I was like, or I could just wear a hat. Or hats. I mean, that's ten minutes. I'll never get back. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but it's ten minutes of that, and you gotta like sweep up all the hair. Yeah. You gotta, it's, it's a lot. It's twelve minutes of work. Yeah. You know. That's too much. And that's 12 minutes. I'm worn out just listening to that. <laughs> I can't do it. All right. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I wish I could be on a jury. Uh, it sounds like it's a inter- very interesting. I love Law & Order, so I love being on a jury. 
was there anything like, um, I guess, was there any like moments during the whole process that you were like, ah, oh, that's like from the, sh-. like, that's like if, you know, like if you're watching a movie or TV yeah, show. Yeah, I'm sure there was like some objections. Like I said, that Jenny Conley, she was, I loved watching her work. Like she was just so good about yeah. just, she would just call Paul on bullshit or like, you know, like a whatever, the witness that they tried to put forward, you know, just, she was, she was a real ball buster. Was there anything that kind of stood out as like. Other than, hey, here's a dead body. Uh, was there anything that was, like, unexpected or... Just that dead body part. Just, that just was, yeah, body. I just wasn't... I was like, all right, well, here's the scene. We're going to see some of it. Oh, there she is. Yeah, I mean, I guess they'd have to show you because that's, yeah. I mean... How she fell. I'd go into your was, yeah. determination. Because I know they, I mean, some of them, like, they'll walk you through the actual crime scene. They and, talked about that, too. They, they were, I mean, they were like, well, we were, you know, we're going to show you the video. But they said while we were... Uh, in the room trying to what, what's it called again Del- deliberate yeah while we were deliberating they said if we wanted we could request to be taken you go yeah, yeah I think you have to request that you, yeah. if you can't come to a, you the, need that to yeah help. like we we want to go visit the crime scene and yeah. things like that of course Miss FBI don't fuck <laughs> it up fucking FBI fucking FBI always fucking up everything yeah they do well I mean now we're on a watch list we're on so many watch lists yeah now. what's one more uh <laughs> Well, I mean, it's been. Yeah, I hope we get on some listen list because we're a podcast. Put us on your listen list. Uh, We're on something now called uh, Verbal V U R B L. My nephew has a friend named Verbal. That's his name. Weird. Yeah. Well, we're on his site now. Okay. Cool. I have no idea. Like, it's a newer thing, I guess. Uh I don't know. We I claimed our podcast. It was already on there, so I claimed it. People are fighting over us. Apparently, sites are fighting. To have I mean, it was us pretty easy. There. It was pretty easy to claim, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you guys can help us by uh, if you're listening right now on Apple Podcast, give us five stars yep. uh, in the rating and leave us a review where yeah. you can just say anything you want in the review. Yep. Does not matter. It could just be you hitting the hitting the uh, keys on the on yeah. the uh, what the, what's this thing called keyboard keyboard. Yep. There it is. It's a whole board of keys. It's a whole board of keys. You can just do that. It doesn't Tell matter. us why you like the FBI. Yeah, or don't, or why you hate the FBI. We appreciate both. Tell us if you've been on a juror. A jury. A rural juror. I was a rural juror. Uh, all right, well, so, you know, that's like, we're pretty much coming up with the 20-year anniversary of yeah. your, because Easter Sunday's coming up. It's a timely story, really. Yeah, so when Easter comes up, it'll be 19 years, then it'll be 20. So that's just crazy year. to think. Like, I'm now older. And Paul was when he stabbed his wife to death. Mm. I haven't stabbed anyone to death. Like, what am I doing with my life? You ever thought about like? <laughs> you ever thought about going to visit Paul? Oh, I wonder if he's still alive. You write him a letter. Yeah. Be like, hey, you know OJ? Because <laughs> remember, you kept talking about OJ. All right. Well, so uh, since you brought the story this week. I've got the feel good. Oh, I so, wasn't sure if we were going to do the feel good. We got one. I uh, need it. So let's hit the music, and we'll be right back with a feel good. Woo! Feels good. All right. Bo Jackson, another touchdown for Bo. Uh, so this week, this week's feel good. Uh, I mean, the stories. There's a lot to feel good about in the story. Uh-huh. Overall, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. So, uh, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but a 
I'm going to save his name for a second. A pilot was arrested in Oklahoma with over 102 pounds of meth. Of meth? Of meth. Wow. On his plane. Uh, still, I'll, I'll hold his name for a second. Um, I mean, that's got to make a lot of people feel good. Yeah, so he was a, he was a drug runner. Um, he was busted with a load of meth when Homeland Security uh, agents in Tulsa were alerted by Customs and Border Protection that he and his plane were headed to the area from another state. So the Tulsa County Sheriff's Office say that he landed his plane uh, at an airport in Jenks, Oklahoma, with 102.7 pounds of meth on board. Uh, When the deputy asked him where he flew in from, he didn't respond. When he asked a second time, he told the deputy he'd flown in from Watonga. Uh, the deputy asked if he had any drugs, guns. Where Black Panther's from? Wat- <laughs> He's from Wakanda. Okay, okay. Uh, Watonga. I don't know where Watonga's from. Where at? Uh, the deputy asked if he had any guns, drugs, or bombs on the aircraft, and the guy became nervous and defensive, and he said that he was worried. He be- he then says uh, that he was worried that he may get his head chopped off. Oh. So because whoever he's, he's like, I definitely with. don't have 102 pounds of meth. Uh, so that's what you're asking. Watonga is a city in Blaine County, Oklahoma. So there you go. Shout out Watonga. Watonga Wotes or Goats, uh, something. The deputy. Oh, so then the deputy uh, called the Tulsa police and requested a canine unit. The canine officer conducted an open air search. Uh, when they opened the door of his plane, there was an overwhelming smell of chemicals from inside. So the guy's name, greatest name of all time. His name is Badlands Justice McNally. Badlands Justice McNally. Yes. The the drug smuggling pirate, pilot <laughs> known as Badlands That's Justice McNally. Uh, now, the, the officer who arrested him, his name <laughs> is Officer Titsworth. <laughs> Priceless, so, always. Uh, I'll show you a picture of this man. How's that guy a pilot? How's his name? How's his name? Badlands. I don't know. Badlands looks, McNally. I mean, that's an Amish fella. Yeah, if you've ever seen one. It looks like the first time out of the basement. He was charged. Yeah, uh, God, transporting. So probably Mexican mafia is making him. So, uh, how many pounds did it say? A hundred pounds. Two. So. Apparently, you can fit 102 pounds of meth in two duffel bags. Huh. So, I, I don't... I thought you were going to say up your butt, and I was like, I don't think I can. <laughs> I'm willing to bet I can. <laughs> I mean, I'll try it a couple times. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, as soon as I heard the guy's name, it was, it was a feel-good story for yeah. me. And then I saw that officer's name. Titsworth. Titsworth. <laughs> I was just like, this cannot be a real... Sounds like a movie. Uh, The article I... F- I'm reading from is unfortunately from the site Bro Bible. It's <laughs> unfortunate. Uh, but like this person says, how is that not a character on Breaking Bad or Justified? Yeah. yeah. Good call because. I was so, going to say, is his name Walter White? <laughs> I mean, so hey, he was caught. There's uh-huh. there's a hundred and some pounds of meth off the streets. Off, out of the air. Just feel good. Out of the air. <laughs> was it ever on the street? Uh, Maybe he made it up there in the plane. I'm sure this crazy son of a bitch is going to figure out a way to get out of prison. Uh-huh. I mean,. There's no way he's not. So I'm sure we're going to get more Bad adventures of Badlands yeah. at some point. Uh, I'm looking forward to the to the eventual movie where John C. Riley 
<laughs> yeah, plays yep, him. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, that's my... St- and then Will Ferrell can be Officer Titsworth. <laughs> I'm <laughs> that, all in on it. That, that feels good. That's that's feel that's a feel good. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. We'll try not to miss another week. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back next week with a new story. Yeah. That's the plan. We're not planning on not being here. Uh, even though it'll be... I might move again. I don't know. You might move again. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I... I have the next week off. Nice. Going to enjoy the hell out of that. And then I start a new job. Um, but, yeah, looking forward to not having anything to do for a week. But uh, that Good will give you. me a full week to get the new story. Yeah. So, really not going to be much excuses. <laughs> I have asked. It just talked about something that happened 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, and I unfortunately. I didn't write anything down. I could just make up a time I was on the I was on the jury. <laughs> do probably. it. You should. And I might just do that one day. I might just make up a story completely and see if it, like, if people, if everybody buys it, I think they will. See what how how it goes. Yeah, but no, we'll be back next week with a real story. Cool, I promise. Murder. You can Hopefully. you'll be able to verify it by googling it probably. <laughs> uh, until then, do all the things that you do. You share. You like. You tell a friend. Uh, we are even like even missing the week uh-huh. and not promoting at all. Still getting listens all the time, so we appreciate all Thanks, of you guys. guys. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Uh. I there's people I work with listen to worked with that listen to a podcast and like I've went to their office and they've been listening to it. That's gotta be weird. So we've got like we've got some uh, <laughs> some local supporters. We've got supporters in Australia and some other places. Yeah. So we appreciate all of you. Uh, we'll be Good back. night, mate. We'll be back <laughs> next week. Uh, and until then, stay weird. <laughs>